This is the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast show for your ears and sometimes eye holes if you so choose. My name, of course, is Gavril. I am one of your wonderful, wonderful hosts here. These are my lovely, lovely co-hosts. Chris. Purge. Kevin. Hello. And Neff. Hey, hey. I've made Christopher very upset this morning by telling a long series of dad jokes that I will not continue to tell because I'm trying to be a good friend sometimes. Maybe. He's a liar. Yeah, that's that's absolutely a lie. That's a hundred percent correct. That's a lie. But I'm not. I don't have anything else queued up right now. I I I blew my load uh, already. So um, we're gonna go ahead and just jump straight into the show. Giggity. Welcome to episode 185 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast. My name, of course, is Gavril. This is Neth, Kevin, and Chris. It's Saturday, February 25th. How is everybody doing? Amazing. I, I was Peachy great until I came Bean. here. So you get happy keep... to be here, Gav. Everybody going to talk all over themselves. Okay, I see how uh, it goes. I said I was great until I came here. Mm-hmm. Neth, what'd you say? Peachy keen jelly bean. Peachy keen jelly bean. All right. Easy squeezy lemon squeezy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. There we go. There's words. That's how it goes. Um, we're off I didn't. Rate, I didn't have. Yep. Yeah, we're we're off. We're starting strong today. I did not have a good intro written, so um, I was trying to be. I actually was trying to be nice to Chris. I had been telling dad jokes for like the last ten minutes, and so I tried to be nice. Um, of which no one asked. No one asked for the dad jokes, but they were good. They were they were quality dad jokes. I mean, no one also asked you to be nice. So, and I, let's be quite <laughs> frank and honest. I don't believe that you were going to be nice. <laughs> I thought that was a very fucking polite intro. You fucking shitbags, all fucking three of you. I thought it was a very fucking nice intro. I thought I was being fucking polite to you. Fucking don't shit apologize. Deals. Don't apologize to us. Apologize to LB. Right, Fuck LB. Fuck LB. <laughs> LB knows he's the worst of this whole bunch. Uh. <laughs> LB is the best of us. The... I think LB will disagree with that one, sir. I think LB knows that there's not a single saint among this fucking motley crew of sinners here. LB so. just hides it the best. <laughs> See, the thing is, is that the three of us have to fill voids. LB doesn't. LB's content. Wait, the Just... three? Who doesn't fill a void? LB. Well, oh, no, I, I actually, me, I don't need to fill voids. I'm very content to just be quiet the whole fucking time. <laughs> but what I'm also the void? one. No, I'm also the one who does like the majority of the talking here, but that's just because it's kind of my personality. <laughs> void. Void. I'll fill your void. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's like, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> because cake. 
I've lost track of what's going on. <laughs> LB coming out swinging on Chris. LB just coming out swinging in the chat. Um, yeah, hey, my last two weeks. Yeah, my last two weeks. I'm not going to repeat the joke, but um, yeah, my last two weeks. I've been playing Project Zomboid and fucking other shit and stuff. Play the Spire. Yeah, a little bit of Slay the Spire. I'm on my own and then leading Neff trying to help her get her first uh, her first completion. That game is fucking pissing me off, dude. <laughs> um, That's trying to come to completion. Neff, um... Why? <laughs> that's what I just heard. That's what he just said. <laughs> No one else is going to pick up on that? Jesus. I was going to leave it alone. I, I, I was... Chris dropped it, and I looked at it, and I'm like... Wow, the word choice dangerous. on that, guy. Yeah. Yep. Chris suspect, dropped that. Word choice. I didn't Chris... even see it. I, didn't, I wasn't saying anything. Kevin, it got, why? It got dropped, and I just Chris left faded me with his silence. I wasn't touching it. I didn't. I wasn't touching yeah, it. Yeah. See, you made me have to do it. <laughs> Neff, do you regret showing up three years ago, or four, or whatever it was at this point? Three, 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 three. I think three. Three, three sounds about right. Like twenty nine, right. two thousand, twenty twenty. Agonating years. No, it was before the pandemic. No, it was before the pandemic. So yeah, yeah four. God, like, it's four been four years. years? Yep. Because oh Chris, Kevin, Chris, Kevin, and I have been doing this for was six it, years. Was it? We had our six year was anniversary it in November. So that would have been twenty seventeen then. Yeah. So twenty seventeen. Yeah, that sounds right. Because yeah, you all did. Because you all did that. Because it was that 2017 BlizzCon, right? That you yeah. two started that thing. Yeah. And then you all started like that December. And then I showed up in like January. November. And I showed up in like dis- late December, early January, something like that. Because I think it was episode two or three, maybe four that I showed up. I was just here to cover while Kevin was away from. <laughs> And now you're stuck with us. And now I'm here. Oh, oh shit. Did we never send the formal like thank you? You can go now <laughs> fucking letter. <laughs> Wait, I'm that, was, that was your fucking job. <laughs> that was, that was fucking your job. fucking job. Chris, you had one okay, fucking job. Good, good. I, I got my controller right here. I, I, I yeah, feel no, no, no compulsion to pay attention. Is like an office space situation? Like she's just been working in the basement for like. She's been getting paid, and like nobody has noticed. Nobody's noticed at all that she's still there. Yeah, she's been here four years. We're supposed to get rid of her. Never happened. She was supposed to be here for like two weeks, and then we just like forgot. <laughs> wow, Neth could have gone through college in the amount of time she's been on our podcast. That's like frightening. We could have fucking finished a goddamn uh master's program in that time frame, That's Kevin. True. Yeah. Spawn has graduated high school and is three years into a college oh, program um, since I started. Hey, God. Kevin. That's right. It's actually seven. LB says it was twenty sixteen BlizzCon. Oh wow. We could have almost finished a doctorate. <laughs> I mean, 
That's right. Depends on the kind of doctorate. Not like a doctor doctorate, but you could have gotten like a doctor of philosophy for sure. Oh yeah, in six, well, you could get a doctor of philosophy in six years or so. We're so. old as the as the long and the short of it. Yeah. I mean, okay. two half of us are forty. I'm pushing. Well, half of us are forty plus. I'm pushing forty. Um, I'm thirty three this year. The same age as my wife, and it's hilarious. I'm the baby. <laughs> you are. Um. I want to hear about Gavril. What happened to Gavril in Project Zomboid? I Something kept happened dying. to you. That happened <laughs> I broke a leg. Oh, I slammed into a fucking tree and broke my goddamn leg. <laughs> and what does that mean? I was fucking just sitting there and driving an Oshkosh, and then I fucking just wanted to have a fucking dart, and then I fucking slammed into a goddamn tree. Yeah, and then got you me have killed to... the first time I tried to play it. <laughs> yeah, are you coming back to play with us more? Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to. Never. Shut They're up. They're around a lot earlier in the day. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, and then you yeah, have to no. sit in the base for like, literally, like several. Oh days my! Uh, the I'm. I'm back to full sprint. So I. I'm already going back. I was going out even before full sprint. I was going out and I was still limping around and I was getting stones out of grape seed and a bunch of other shit. So I don't give a fuck if I've got a broken leg. I'm going to go out and do shit if I want to go out and do shit. I just I read all the books. I fucking have like farming seven or eight at this point. I've got hunting six or seven. Um, I did everything I could do inside of baseball sitting around. I have carpentry five. I just did a bunch of crap while I was in base, and so yeah. March thirtieth, twenty nineteen. Show ninety three. So you're actually coming up in your four year anniversary. That's frightening. Yep. <laughs> That's your, like, it does not feel that long. Like how the fuck has it been four years? I know well, time like, just it, flies by. It does, because it's like, you, well, and it flew by even faster in the beginning for the three of us because we were recording on a weekly basis. Yep. So it seemed uh, to yeah. go even faster. Well, because we we were still recording weekly. Yeah, when it, was I... still, it was still weekly when you started. Mm -hmm. And I want to mm -hmm. say we went bi-weekly two years ago, just before the pandemic. Just before, mm. like no, that would have been during the pandemic. Um, two years ago would have been during the pandemic, or during the height of the. No, pandemic. it looks like we went bi-weekly, starting early summer 2019. Okay, so I'm looking at the show so notes, that, yeah, about the same time frame. Then, yeah, okay, yeah, six months before the pandemic. Yeah, we've been bi-weekly for, which explains why we're still not at episode 200. But theoretically, there's only next year, if we keep on a schedule, next year. Around this time ish, actually earlier. So, wait, no, actually this year. So, 2023 will be oh God, episode 200. 15 weeks. Damn. Theoretically, 15 more weeks. Or, no, actually, 30 weeks because it's bi weekly. So, yeah, -weekly, 30 yeah. weeks. Um, I have no idea when that is. So, I, I don't into stuff. It should be like September ish, I think. I'll, I'll count it. 30, you said? 30 weeks, yeah. 30 weeks from today. Saturday, um, September 23rd. Yeah, like I said, September-ish. Okay, uh, Neth, what have you been up to? 
um, games and stuff. <laughs> I actually got a different date. I got the 20. Yeah, no, you said 23rd. I thought you said 3rd. Yeah, 23rd. Yeah, 23rd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just right. My brain's not working. I'm sorry. I, I, I just did this neat thing where I went today plus 30 weeks in Google and you hit enter and it tells you. <laughs> oh, cool. Wow. Um, I use it for work a lot. <laughs> uh okay sorry uh what have i been doing uh slay the spire um mm -hmm. you ran you've done two runs for me trying to get me that the ironclad run was the most efficient was the best uh-uh we got further with the orbs dude no we went because we got to Didn't the awakened we? one which is act three we got to the act three boss and pushed right. him through phase you're one right. and we were you're right got killed on phase two unfortunately. yeah you're right you're right you're right yeah um Zomboid, mm -hmm. uh, Warzone, uh, been playing with um, Nem and Fusion and Nicole in Resurgence and having a lot of fun. I was going to say, because you haven't played any games with me in like three weeks. You haven't been on. I have been on. But every time I get on, you four are in there and then immediately oh. break up and then shit and you go and do other stuff. So I'm just like, whatever. Just I say something. Nothing. I had I had some Battle.net credit left over, so I ended up just buying the game on sale. So it was yeah, 40 she doesn't bucks. Love you. She I know doesn't she doesn't. Yes, it's I okay. Do. It's okay. Um, oh, I will say, um, so I took Nicole into DMZ to show her what it was about because she was asking the difference. Mm -hmm. The first tier of missions for DMZ, like mm -hmm. someone has gone in and looked at the setup and gone, okay we're going to make this more logical you can complete if you're if you do it like if you if you pay attention to what you're doing your five missions that you need to unlock the last the last one mm -hmm. right the, the, the the penultimate mission for that tier right you can do those five in two runs and do your penultimate on your third run mm -hmm. and then you unlock the next thing it they've it flows much nicer from what I've seen so far this season, I've only dropped in a couple of times. Um, also, the thing that I've noticed, no one's fucking going for the briefcase anymore. Like, which means it's probably a shitty it's the weapon. same one. Or it's the same one. I, I don't know, but like, I'm down for going and doing nothing but weapons runs until I get all of the things. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I definitely want to. I, I haven't really gone into DMZ other than the couple runs with with Nicole to show her because she was asking like, what's what is the difference because she could see the two game modes, and so I was showing her it, and then I went in a couple times on my own just to kind of see like what's changed kind of thing. Um, you can do you have a choice of the three maps now, which is kind of cool because there's like so there's the building that you have to have the key card for. Mm -hmm. There's Almazra. And then you can now also do it on the Ashiki resurgence Island. map, the small yeah. one. Ashiki Island. Ashika. Ashika. Um, so yeah, and some so, quests you need to go to both maps, right? From what I from what I understand, yeah, like some quests are like you have to like take something to a spot on this map versus on this map. Um, anyways, and then the other thing I've I got I haven't touched it for a while, and then I was like, oh, I gotta get back into this because I do want to actually get further in it. Is um. Horizon Zero Dawn. Odon? Why I can't remember the name of that fucking game is beyond me, but every time I try to say the name, I'm like, uh, I forget what I was playing. I don't know. But yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. So I'm a bit, bit further into it, but 
before LB asks like how far I am, I can't tell how far I am because all of the things <laughs> playing so intermittently. Well, also that, but I don't, I don't follow and follow the quest. I follow and like, if there's 10 things to clear in an area that I'm in, I clear the 10 things in the area that I'm in. So I don't know. <laughs> so what have you been up to? You already said what you're up to. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> I need more hey, Chris, sleep. go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry. I did, I did play Zomboid with you guys. LB got me violently murdered. <clears throat> he took me out. He was showing me how to do the combat. Uh, I got bitten. He went, took me inside. He gave me a gun, said, kill yourself. So I did. No, he said, you'll know what to do. <laughs> you know, you'll know what to do. What you say so you kill yourself. Have a gun. So do we do. <laughs> Yeah, same thing. Um, you should um, come back and play more, though. We've, I will, we've built the base up more. No, it's fine. I, I will. I, I will. I will try. I've been. I've been busy. Although my hours might be shifting a little bit, which is good. In what way? Um, four days, so I might be able to do stuff like on the Sunday night. Oh, look at you, you fancy son of a bitch! Four day work week, piece of shit, motherfucker, goddamn communist, leftist, Canadian, British asshole. What? You good? You okay? Only just a little bit. Okay. What just happened there? I got a four-day work week. I said maybe. I might not have a four-day work week. Well, that could also be he's working more on the other four days. Kevin, how many how many days in the week do you think there are? Five days. Five work. Five work days. Yeah, like my Depends. wife, she does more more hours on the other days, and then she- I will be doing more hours. I'll be so currently I'm ten till six. I could potentially be eight till six. Yeah. Okay, so so right. like a flex schedule. Yeah. Well, okay. it would mean he'd work ten hour shifts. I just, I just work ten hour shifts four days a week, and then get three days off. Which is that's essentially what my wife does right now. So, so you you guys work forty hours over there. I mean, I do. That doesn't mean everyone does. Does that include your lunch? Like, no. But I mean, I mean, for a typical like a typical work week, I work the- in NHS, so I get paid breaks. I get five minutes for every hour I work. Okay. Um, what else did I do this week? Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. <clears throat> we are still progging the current Savage tier. We've had some issues this year, but we're getting through, and we got to Enrage this week, so we expect it to be the next reset, which will be real good, and then we can start grinding the mounts, the chest, and the weapons for everybody. Ooh. Um, and a crap ton of OSRS, Old School RuneScape. Uh, Grinding out quests and doing a strength and attack grind to start the uh, dragon defender grind. That'll be fun. What got you back into the old school runes? Um, my friend who I used to raid with in WoW, uh, I've known for what twelve years at this point. Um, plays it a lot. Plays it as his main game. <clears throat> When he jumped into 14, he suggested it. I jumped in on a normal basic account. It was just like it was back in the day, and I had a lot of fun with it. 
and now I've made an Iron Man and I'm doing all the stuff. Iron Man essentially means you have no access to the auction house or trading other players, so you have to grind everything yourself, and it's really fun. And it's those little dopamine rushes, because you actually have to do shit. You actually have to put work into it, so the dopamine rushes are great. <laughs> it's real fun. I enjoy it. With that awkward silence, Kevin, what have you been up to? I, I'm up um, over the awkward silence. Jesus. So, 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 Chris, the way it works in radio and what we're doing here, when you finish what you're doing, you throw to the next host. You're not my dad. No, I know. <laughs> and I know where your dad is. <sighs> okay. Go um, ahead, Kevin. Thank you. Um, I've been playing Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer, so um, I don't know, Neth, if you've seen that there is an event to go along with. Well, it's yeah, both multiplayer it's, it, it's and... It's a multiplayer, and it's in the Resurgence map. Yes. So I've, I've been getting my progression through Resurgence. I have caught up with my progression on multiplayer, um, which was interesting. It was um, a lot of weird grinding, <laughs> like getting I'm, kills with Battle Rage. I, that's the only one I haven't finished. I've finished the other four or five that are active currently, but I haven't finished the Battle Rage one because that sucks. But I haven't finished the two new ones that came out because they only just came out like two days ago. But I, I've got the, like the first three are done. In multiplayer, it's <clears throat> um, assist kills times 100. <clears throat> 15 yeah. wins. Uh, the first one's 15 wins, then it's assist kills, then it's battle rage kills. Something else. Oh, uh, something defense else. kills. Def uh, objective defense kills. Yeah, I've gotten everything except for the battle rage one done because battle rage sucks. Um, yeah. Did you? When did when you buy multiplayer? I thought you didn't have the game. I did not, but I still but had some battle net credit. I he said if it goes on sale, yeah. I'll he'd likely it get it. Yeah. And so it went on sale. And so I messaged him and was like, hey, not in case you didn't see this, it's on I had sale. Bought, I had already bought nice. it at that point. No. I had you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had already bought it at that point. I Like I said, I this, this is basically the last of the Battle.net credit that I had sitting around. So, yeah. Nice. Well worth it, I think. Um, um, I don't, I, so the only reason I bought it is because I'm like, okay, I've already got the money in my account. I haven't. I, I've already got the money in my account. I'm playing the game. Get rid of the money. And then I can't just sit there and go, oh, well, Diablo 4 is out. And I do have like 30 bucks in credit. I oh. could just. And because Battle.net is stupid and it doesn't let you split payments and things like that. I had like 30 bucks. So I was like, OK, fine. 15 bucks in Battle.net credit, whatever. Rounded up to the forty-five dollars. Well, fuck! For... If I had known that would have been a temptation to get you to play D four, I wouldn't have told. <laughs> like, yeah. save your credit. <laughs> no, I'm not going to play D four. Like, I've I've already I've already acknowledged that. I unless know. unless there's some major major systemic issues fixed with Blizzard as a whole. Also, the fact that they announced that there's going to be season passes and battle passes and shit in D four, I'm like, nah, fam. Yeah, no, that, that no. is uh, one of. The but isn't that, that what you're doing in D three? <laughs> No, I'm playing a season. I don't pay anything 
to do the it season for purely there's cosmetic a, things. There's a difference between a season and a season battle pass. Mm-hmm. It's the reason. It's one of those reasons why I don't like playing um, Destiny. Oh. It's one of the reasons I stop playing Destiny is because I don't want to have the FOMO of having to buy a battle pass every season and then grind my way through a hundred levels of battle pass or season pass to get some unique reward that might be an actual thing or it might just be a cosmetic, but I don't want to do that because also because you have to buy the fucking season passes to do the fucking content, which is that always annoyed me with destiny too, with destiny as well. So That's why I haven't touched overwatch. I well, love the actual game. That's a great game. It's a terrible fucking product. So, um, the event thing has been keeping me interested and giving me something to do in multiplayer. And I also finished leveling up battle rifles and I'm moving on to marksmanship rifles and handguns. And the game is a lot less fun when you can't use an automatic weapon and everyone else uses automatic weapons. Like it you just get, means you have a more purposeful gameplay style. Yeah. You get, a half a second to line up a shot before you get mowed down by a machine gun. Learn, but, learn to quick scope, noob. Yeah, get that's, good. That's what I have been doing, and it's actually been making me think like I need to take a, um, not not a battle rifle, but probably a marksmanship rifle into a warzone loadout, just because mm-hmm. they're very good. They're yeah, there's a higher likelihood to win a fight if you get your shot off. Yeah, um, just it's a lot of it is just learning to quick scope and how and learning how to line your line your crosshairs up while in hip fire. I mean yeah. that's that's a very old that's that's a skill I learned playing Counter Strike. Learning where your crosshair is going to be, how your crosshair when you scope down, how it collects, right. how it condenses, and learning how to quick scope on that. That's that's a big thing to learn. I never learned flick shots. I was never good at flick shots, but yeah, but it, yeah, it's definitely um, more of a learning curve with guns that require skill because some of the deaths that I see and people just like randomly flailing around and firing at laughable. Um, So I could, yeah, I can see how that would piss people off. Well, I mean, like, in 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 those kind of games, one of my favorite loadouts is always going to be LMG plus a a snub nose sniper or a marksman like the EBR fourteen. I loved taking the EBR fourteen and a LMG because I have suppressing mid range fire, and then I've got long range, long to medium range sniping. Yeah, like uh, I think I use in my multiplayer loadout. I have. Uh, the absolute fastest ADS and movement speed on the MCPR and a raw LMG. The, I just don't think LMGs are viable. It's just like oh, you're going are. to get outscoped by like so, ARs and stuff. So it's a paper, rock, scissors game that you're always going to play. All right. Okay. Because you have short range, medium range, and long range. You have to try to cover as much of that spread and make a decision. So Call of Duty is typically a mid to long range game. Um, it's Counter Strike is a little similar. It's still the same mid to long range game, but there is a lot more short game 
that can happen in Counter-Strike, in my opinion. There's a lot more short range that can happen, uh, which is why things like Nova builds and uh, shotgun builds are a lot more common in that game. Um, this game has a lot of stupid shotgun builds, but it's all like meme crap. Call of yeah, Duty has a lot of shotgun too. builds. It, it's close too, but most engagements that I've seen in Call of Duty are mid-range engagements. So learning to dominate in the mid-range is very important. <clears throat> so an LMG excels at mid-range, especially if you are running something like a snub nose with a snub nose barrel that has a fast ADS or high hip fire uh, accuracy. So the RPK can get high hip fire accuracy. The RAL can get very quick ADS if you build it correctly. LMGs are very, it's like a, it's a chunkier SMG is how you have to look at it. Yeah. So it, it high, high fire rate, tight hip fire spread. If you get it built correctly, things like that, that's what you're looking for. I personally, yeah, like I, I ADS everything. That's why. Oh, and it's just like, there's RPK and Finnick builds and Lockman builds that are very strong hip fire. It's their lasers up to, you know, 20 yards. The, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think the things that are pissing me off right now are just the, um, the, I mean, the numbers, what kind of numbers are we using for these ranges? Usually it's in meters, like you know, 50 meters to 100 meters or to 150 meters. I guess 150 meters is considered far. Call of Duty. Well, considering that's longer than a football field. Yeah. But um, things that are pissing me off are SMGs that can snipe me from over 100 meters away. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous and needs to be fixed. I I still think that they're too accurate at long ranges. Range. Um, not being able to see people and getting mowed down by like random AR fire is ridiculous. Well, like and. Anytime you're getting like peppered with bullets from a long distance and can't even see them on your screen, it's bad. Unless you're getting sniped, which I think, sorry, like you expect that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, like they're like effective ranges on, you know, common semi automatic rifles in the real world are in hundreds of feet, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're switching to single fire and you're just yeah these these people are down range single fire I I understand <laughs> that but it's it's saturation fire is also a thing too I mean military doesn't like using saturation fire unless they're doing it as a suppression tactic but you know it's just un- wasteful yeah I can understand why but I it's... mean that's why I like LMGs it's like I like saturation fire I like just laying down a field of lead down down range you know yeah I'm I'm actually surprised that I'm liking the battle rifles and the marksmanship rifles I think battle rifles are just kind of in a weird spot right now I think like a higher damage marksmanship rifle where you can one shot people is a, well at least in, in a, you, you know, if you multiplayer in, but. in multiplayer if you most marksmen will drop a person in one shot if you get the head there's most there's, marksmen in battle can get them well a lot a lot well two or three of them will do just for upper body hits as well it's just mm-hmm. you can get very don't. close to doing a doing a one tap on them for upper body yeah but uh yeah so that i've been having fun with that in 
I haven't been playing Project Zomboid as much. I don't have as much time in a row to go on the longer runs. But um, I have gotten in and done a few runs myself. My Volkswagen. Well, it's plus. like. Well, the thing is, at this point, we've kind of we've kind of cleared most of the surrounding area pretty efficiently. So it's a lot of, okay. we need an hour and a half to go travel to West Point or Louisville or go out to Raven Creek or Riverside. Uh, LB put the gate up. Uh, He's just got a little bit more work to box it up completely. But I, I have been like leveling up my shooting, which I like. And there's stuff. There's, oh, and I leveled up all of my ammunition making skills. I just don't have the recipe to We're make the ammunition. Yeah. To make two the ammunition that yeah. we need. So that's been kind of a drag, but um, I'll, I'm excited to start doing that once I have the recipe. So I've been like randomly trying to look for recipe, find those. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. There's LB is making way too much food. There's like, <laughs> there's so much food. It's just all going. Well, it's like at this point, I'm just going to need to go find a shitload more solar panels and deep cycle batteries and just get a lot of, well, make a stockpile. Actually, solar panels, I'm actually not in a bad shape. We generate like twice as much electricity as we need per hour. So, realistically, I just need a crap load of deep cycle batteries that we can charge to run the stuff. So, effic- effectively, that's just what we need. Because, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, we need uh, a 1,100 uh, watt hours to run the base per hour. And I think we generate 2,300 kilowatt hours. So we have like 20 solar panels up there. But I have even have more batteries to store it all. We yes, that's always been the concern is that I just don't have enough batteries to have enough for overage. Because the problem is I can put as many solar panels as I want to charge to to run things during the day. It's just at night I need a large enough battery bank to keep everything from losing power at the end of the night. So where's our best place to go to it's find just going that? <clears throat> And and Elby says, yeah, there's a bunch of them. <clears throat> harness the sun to destroy my enemies. Harness the sun to grow tobacco and so many strawberries and potatoes. Lots of potatoes. Potatoes and that's all you need. Potatoes and strawberries. Ah, faith and begora. The Scottish love their potatoes, don't they? Yep, they do. Um, other other things that I've been doing. I have. Been... Oh, you got dead eye. <laughs> uh huh. Watching some old movies. One that I recently watched, Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. You guys remember that movie? You haven't seen that movie? I have seen it, but I rewatched it. Okay. I've never heard of it. Now, now it was, who who have you been watching these old movies with? Myself. I did watch one old movie with LB and one with I watched um Hot Shots with LB. Classic. Classic, surprisingly funny, lots of stupid humor. Uh, just a little problematic in a lot of places. <laughs> or, according to modern sensibilities, a little problematic. Yeah. Did have um, you also watched Hot Shots Part Two? I watched Hot Shots Hot Shots Part Two with Mandy. 
Hot Shots Part Two is a different movie, Kevin. <laughs> she actually liked it, which I was surprised. <laughs> she, she's like, I didn't know it was a comedy. That's what she said. <laughs> what did she um, think right. it was? She just is. Yeah, totally cool. All right, so you've started down that rabbit hole. So now you got to show her the Naked Gun movies, Airplane, and um, yeah, Police and, Academy. Um, no, not Police Academy. Spy Hard. Those are the ones that are all within kind of that same genre and vein of weird sort of parody. The other one that I had forgot about was Wrongfully Accused, which was another Leslie Nielsen movie. Not one I remember. No, I don't remember that either. They they did like parody on like The Fugitive and those types of. You know where Tommy Lee Jones is like, we're going to check every dog house, lighthouse, <laughs> like chicken coop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> that. Um, but yeah. So anyway, there it's just fun to hear some like really dumb movies. Mm. I don't know. Like my dad would hate taking me to, to those movies. It's just stupid. That's what he would used to say. He's like, just stupid. But yeah, that's kind of the fun of it too. That it is just too. Spy Hard is a classic with a classic Weird Al intro song. Spy Hard. Eh? Spy Hard. Uh, Weird Al did the uh, did the opening theme to Spy Hard, and it's classic Weird Al. Yeah, that's like um, parodying Mission Impossible. Yes. That kind of uh, James Bond mostly, but yeah, James Bond, Mission Impossible, that kind of stuff. Cool. Anyway, for fun, um, definitely helps like relax, go out. But yeah, that was how I spent my last. Back to you, Gav. Yep. We've been at this for like an hour. Uh, what else we got going on? Tell me about the listener feedback. Yeah, there's um, different countries that listen to the show. Not countries, but people within those countries. We have listened throughout the world. Some of the countries that they listen to this over the last 30 days were. U.S., the Russian Federation, South Africa, Canada, and Singapore. Back to you, Gav. Well, fuck you for that quick throwaway, you <laughs> piece of shit. Sitting here trying to fucking collect myself after having a coughing fit. And you just fucking just go, oh, I'm not going to fucking fill for time. I'm just going to go ahead and fucking list things real quick, you piece of shit. Back to you, Chris. <laughs> hey, there's yeah. news stories. Fucking, we'll figure out if we're going to keep talking about something as we go. I don't have a main topic this week. We're just going to kind of go. Let's be honest. The main topic this week is going to be all the Hogwarts bullshit. I hey. maybe we'll see. Um, <laughs> hey, there's some stuff. I just going to fill you in on a couple of little things that have popped up recently. Um, Kerbal Space Program 2, a beloved, scientifically accurate, mostly scientifically accurate rocket building simulator is out in early access. It is incredibly buggy for what people are saying, so be careful. 
But if you like Kerbal Space Program, it's out. Currently sitting at a 6 out of 10. There's a lot of bugs. There's a lot of bugs. Um, we'll be getting a reveal for the next major patch of Dota 2. I believe on uh, March 6th. Uh, the 6th of March. Uh, it should be just after the Lima Major. Um, it could also potentially be the actual release date for the patch. We don't know yet. We'll see. Um, and the last other thing I had is that uh, yesterday evening, the Season 28 uh, season for Diablo 3 uh, released, dropped onto live servers. Um, this may be the last big blowout season we're going to get for Diablo 3, as Diablo 4 will be coming out shortly. Uh, they really went all out on this season. There's a there's a bunch of new UI elements, a bunch of new UI assets with this with the seasonal thing. But um, yeah, uh, it's very fun. We'll probably still there probably still will continue seasons for D3, but we might not get these big blowout ones because they're going to cannibalize part of their player base to go to D4. So probably won't get the crazy big stuff. Uh, it's about all I had, uh, all I had going there. Kevin, do you want to do your call of duty stuff? No, not Kevin. Nah, Jesus. I mean, it, it's literally that sentence. So it's, it's this, yep. this year was supposed to be the first year that call of duty didn't have a full game come out. They've now announced that it's going to have a full game come out. Oh, it didn't get announced, Neth. It wasn't announced. I thought it was announced. Oh, leak? no. They leak. got leaked. They got hacked, oh. and it's a leak. They got a major hack, and it okay. leaked. Like, employee information and employee data got leaked. Really? Yeah, this was a big deal. This was a big one. Um, I believe it's Sledgehammer that's doing it this year. I believe it's possibly a new blops i think is what they said they, not sure on I'm, that one <clears throat> i'm reading that jason schreier from bloomberg reported that it's a premium that's what it started as that's what based on the information that from when i was reading about this that the it was supposed to be a it was supposed to be an expansion pack essentially to modern warfare 2 um or it was going to be treated as an expansion pack, but they have since decided, based on the information that they had in front of them, now, this, is this information 100% accurate? No, because this is hacked and leaked information. It might not be accurate, but they had decided to instead spin it into a full title release, which predictably made nerds very mad. Quote-unquote, morphed into a full game. <laughs> yep. right, Everything makes nerds very mad. <laughs> Yeah, Sledgehammer doing it, and Sledgehammer is known for doing the Blops games, the Black Ops games, I believe. Or is that Raven that does Black Ops? I don't know. I don't know. There's like Treyarch five fucking is the one that does the Blops. Characters Blops, okay. But kind of leak stuff. Why, like? Uh, because somebody was dumb enough to fall for a phishing attack. That's why they leak stuff. It's a spear phishing attack. I guarantee you this was just a spear phishing attack. Social engineering. Somebody got in under somebody else's skin and got figured out how to get them to open. Click on a link somewhere. 
Anywho. yeah, it's, it's yeah. Don't don't fall for spear fishing attacks, folks. What do you say? Um, I don't think they need another Call of Duty game. I mean, like we're just getting no. into season two, and <laughs> um, I'm enjoying the new game sir, that I've been able to play. Well, here's sir, the they need to print money. They, yeah. So for two things: one, they need to print money, and yearly releases print money, whether you like it or not. It's mm-hmm. the same with 2K. They release yearly uh, NBA games. They release yearly WWE games. Rather than just releasing a game, building on it for four, three or four years and updating the roster regularly, they release a game every year to print money. Yep. That's, how they, that's how you print money. Look at FIFA. FIFA Ultimate Team. So okay. here's the thing. After, hmm. after the... You, you all remember the major... Fuck up that was 2K uh, WWE 2K21. Yeah, we all remember <laughs> the weird. The, yeah, all that weird <laughs> shit. There, were, WWE was actually going to pull their license agreement with 2K because they were they they messed a year and they delayed um, the 2020 the 2K23 release. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was supposed to release in the October. They delayed it until March. So now the two K WWE two K games release in March. The new one's coming out this this uh, next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and WWE was going to pull their license because of the skipped year and then the delay. Mm-hmm. People in the in the two K community have been asking for um uh for uh, uh not a year yearly release but a a release and then. Uh, focus on keeping that one up to date until a, a, a major update is needed. People are asking for that, but why do that? Uh, for, a bit of for a bit of fact checking uh, per LB, 20 was the disaster year. 2021 is the year they ah, skipped. Thank you, LB. Yeah, 23 is coming out this year. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, we all remember that. It was fucking insane. It was funny. But- it was. Uh, but so it was funnier than nail. That, that funny. shit was funnier than nail. Yearly releases print money. So why are they going to stop doing it even if the community asks for it? I've... I mean, look at software. Software pushes, like, you get, you get new releases. Well, you get, you get patches and you get uh, updates, but then you also get new releases constantly. I mean, that was the, the whole deal with Windows 10 was supposed to be Windows 10 is the last Windows you're ever going to need. And now there's Windows 11. Windows 11 will be the last Windows you ever need. But at least it was a free upgrade. So. <clears throat> I mean, I, the thing is, is that like I, it doesn't need to be this complicated. They can put out one game and they can update the And I'm assuming that's easier than putting out an entirely new game from scratch. Um, and they can still print money. Doesn't... Like Fortnite didn't put out a new game, and they're making shit tons of money. But Kevin, Fortnite's the the way that Fortnite does that is because Fortnite is a live service. They sell microtransactions and season passes. That's how they get their money. All right, they're, it's they're, the exact yeah. same thing as doing a yearly release, except that they can do it every two months, or every month, or every three months, or four months. They're trying to do that with Warzone Two, and it's yes, it's the live kind of... service model. Live service yeah. is a toxic model. Well, and they also like locked away everything that you bought in Warzone One that you can't access anymore, which kind of yeah, that's really very sucks. frustrating, isn't it? 
Well, I mean, because they you, didn't. You can access it. You just have to go play that game. Yeah. Right, but you know, Fortnite doesn't do that. Like, you can still play stuff from earlier. I'm assuming you're not locked out of stuff you bought previously. Um, Fortnite's a live service. They actually remove stuff. They do. Yeah, they nuked their whole game at some point, and they went to season two or whatever the hell they called it. Um. So you still had your cosmetics, or I think you had all of your cosmetics and stuff, but everything that the game was was changed. I yeah, I just think moving to more of a live service is like better for us as gamers. But I don't know. No, I guess. live services. No, live service is a more toxic model. Like, and and I don't like to just casually drop down the oh, throwing out toxic about everything. Everything's toxic. toxic. No. No, but live service as as a, on principle, live service is a toxic game model because it does incentivize FOMO and it pushes the player base to have to engage so that they do not miss out on things. Yeah, I've been pretty vocal that I'm not so concerned about that. I mean, I would rather have bought something a few years ago and still be able to play it and basically mm-hmm. the game oh, but now well, it's Warzone 2, so mm-hmm. you can't use any of the cosmetics that you see. How yep. difficult would it have been to port that shit or allow you to... Um, depends on if they switch the engine up. If they switch the engine yeah. up, then it would have been a bit of a hassle to port everything over, depending on how... If the engine was an iteration on the previous engine, or if it was at a wholly brand new engine. Anyway, and it, I'm, and, and yeah. LB, no, LB brings something up very important. It's also bad for the devs, because it's this constant grind and crunch. There is no downtime. You are constantly having to pump out new content for the game. Yeah, having a job is a constant grind. No, I don't. don't Okay, that that that's that. Okay, where that's fighting words now. That's an oversimplification of what crunch and grind is. So is calling game development a grind. Kevin, when you're fucking doing a live service model and working 120 hours a week to fucking push out new content every month, there's a difference between working a 40 hour a week job and working 100 hours a week because you have to fucking keep yours. I'm not even pretending like I know enough to even have this argument with you. Crunch and grind is a thing. Crunch, Crunch is a thing. This is something we've been complaining about for years Developers have been complaining about it. Gamers have been playing complaining about it. Gamers that actually give a shit about the developers have been complaining about this. You fucking listen. This I'm not was talking the big about issue. crunch and grind. I'm talking about is releasing a full game on a yearly basis more or less work than a live service game. I don't know enough about it to have that discussion with you. I'm sorry. And I can't say if one has more grind or more grind and crunch than the other. They're both bad. They're both bad. The yearly release schedule encourages shorter periods of crunch but it's more intense crunch live service encourages a low simmer of crunch all year round so you're constantly doing these mini crunches every month every two months every three months whatever the seasonal release schedule is for it i got heated i apologize i'd like to have a civil conversation about it Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> I would hope that the live service would allow them to create a model that's more sustainable. That maybe that's just my wish, but I don't know if it actually happens in reality. There's very few. There's very few companies that I know of personally that have their crunch under control in either live service or yearly release models. What I would say in that situation, out of the two. 
I think there's more potential for live service to be less crunchy. There, there is. Yes, live service is potentially a less right. crunchy, uh, the less crunchy way of going about it. But the problem is, is that you have to set a reasonable expectation for your player base to understand that there will not co- be a constant stream of new content. There will be right. new content regularly. The problem is, is that as consumers many people believe that there should be a constant stream of new content. So, um, <laughs> this is where, this is where people are kind of like, oh god, you're, you need a, you need an intervention. Um, Old School RuneScape is actually one of those that has a very low stream of content that yeah. has a live service model. Like, the players expect new content, but we know it's going to be years between new content. Like, OSRS is having its, it's just had its, well, it is now starting its 10 year birthday event, like this week. And I think we've had like maybe 10 new quests in 10 years. Mm-hmm. But it, they set that expectation up front, I'm assuming, and it's not like yes. they were giving you weekly. 100%. And then they- when, when, when OSRS was uh, made and brought back, I think it was like a three-man development team. Yes. I I famously remember it was only a couple of people working on it at the time. I think it was like three people. <laughs> I think they're up to like a much larger team now. And that's why we're getting like, because the forestry update's coming. That's a full redesign of the woodcutting skill. That's coming. But that's still months away. And that's one of the big major upgrades we're get updates we're getting. That's it. Yeah, and you know, I look at companies like um, the people who released Valheim, and like they're only creating as much as they can have capacity for, and you know, seemingly uh, not trying to kill themselves. The problem with Valheim is that they promised a lot out of the gate, and then they set the expectation way too high out of the gate, yeah. and then afterwards were able to kind of manage it down and be like, "Hey, we overpromised." This is what we're going to get to because it took them two years to release their new biome. Does anyone remember No Man's Sky? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I I on that note, No Man's Sky's new expedition and their new update Fractal with PS2 VR support just dropped. Just saying that just dropped like two days ago, and <laughs> their new expedition just came out. So yeah, the the expectation is key. I think. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, I as a player, I would rather buy a single game and then buy content updates if I feel that I'm playing it and it's worth my money versus having to spend six seventy dollars or now seventy dollars buying that same game every year. Well, I mean, like the problem is, is that the the there there's a saying for this: there is no ethical consumption in capitalism. <laughs> like the they. These these companies do, and LB points out, and it's like from what he understands, and I've heard this as well, early on in Fortnite, it was like full game crunch. So it's like a full yearly release or, you know, in like the last three months, the, the, the sprint, the last three months of the game development of crunch, but all year round because they were constantly having to push new content out. Um, League of Legends did something very similar because they used to release a new champion every week. Not frequently? 
Yes, in the Florida. beginning, wow. League released a new champion every week. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's... Um, Wow. Same with the Heroes of the Storm team. Was every two two weeks. Every two weeks, role. they dropped a new. They never dropped a new hero. So there is a level of crunch that is that exists within these live service constant drip feed games that is higher than expected. That is higher than people would expect. Which There's is why I say that. Which is why I was saying that there is no ethical consumption under capitalism because in either of those models, there's no really ethical way. To purchase this content, because by purchasing the content, you are encouraging them to further crunch down the line and push their team harder and harder every time. Right. There's a reason League, we get like six, cha six champions a year now, no new game modes, and it's all just mostly cosmetics. One, Actually, money. On, on that note, Christopher, I got something League of Legends to talk about in a minute. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, one, money, and two, cut down on that crunch. I mean... Don't get me wrong, the Riot team are still going to be still going to have crunch periods, but nowhere close to what it used to be when they were releasing weekly champions. Oh yeah, uh, it's just like there's a lot of games that do weekly pushes of content, and it's just like, oh, you, you, you all either did this. So there's there's a couple of different methods you can do this, where it's like, okay, we're going to take a year off of releasing content, and we're just going to work at a normal pace throughout that year and develop the next year's worth of content. No crunch, no, no having to push stuff out. We're just going to work at a steady pace. Everybody's going to work their 40, 50 hour weeks and we're going to push content out and we're going to have content banked up for a year so that we can work on the next year. So that's, that's the easier way to do it. But people don't like that. Oh, we're taking a year off of new content. We're going to do maintenance mode stuff we're gonna make sure the normal events that happen that are scheduled are gonna happen but there won't be new content um satisfactory they the fix miss event was the exact same event from the previous year so rather than do new content for the end of year event they said no we're gonna work on the next major content update you all will just deal with last year's event and i mean a lot of companies i think too like you know are trying to maximize their profits while minimizing their costs and may not have they may not be staffed up to you know have separate development teams working a week in the or two weeks in the well that those are ways sure. to adjust for it as well you know you don't just have one problem is when you're a publicly traded company that has a that has an onus to their shareholders that's where the problem comes in because you suddenly have to you suddenly have to work under the assumption that you need infinite growth because your shareholders will always want more money yeah. your dividend has to increase every year you have to pay a dividend so you run into that issue and that's mm -hmm. the problem with capitalism is because it ex capitalism only works in a in an environment of infinite growth. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to see like what reasonable growth numbers and what reasonable profits in terms of like are companies drastically underpaying staff or that, that they would <laughs> help them run their business. It's 
I think I think the pace of life has moved so rapidly in the last 30 years that it's very difficult for people under a certain age to understand that sometimes things just take time. And I, I'm in that group. I'm part of that group as well. We're all three, all four of us are part of that cohort where the world rapidly began to speed up as we got older. Like, Kevin, you and Neff remember times that I don't. And I'm I'm part of that zenial generation. Like, I was born in 85. So I'm I firmly straddle the line between this is an era in which there was no Internet and smartphones or even cell phones, because I remember that when I was a kid. I remember my family getting our very first cell phone. And, you know, getting our very first computer and getting our very first Internet connection. I remember that like very vividly because I was in middle school. OK, I was in middle or high school when that stuff happened. Cell phones. I was in high school. First computer. I was in middle school. So I remember I know. Shut up, Neth. Shut the fuck up. I'm being very serious here. OK. old. <clears throat> I know, I know you remember you were out of high school when a lot of these things happened. I know. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it's like I remember very specifically and Chris will have a harder time remembering some of these things. We had a family computer when I was five. I got my own one when I was 10. Yeah. So Chris has a harder time remembering those things comparative to me. Because Chris is from an era where the family computer was a common thing and cell phones were becoming much more common earlier were, were, com- were common earlier in his life. Uh, 19, the very end of 1990. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, the, the, the pace of life has increased exponentially. People expect instant gratification because that's just how the world has been since they were young. And it sucks because we have this expectation of instant gratification, but the problem is that things take time. <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm hopeful for a future where, you know, we're not hearing stories about crunch or it's not a part of the news not happening. It's wishful thinking, but- yes, but you know, people should be able to not kill themselves at their job and their life honestly i don't i don't think it's going to be wishful thinking in the future i the pandemic changed a lot of things it, like you have you have a generation of workers now that are like i don't need to be in an office to do my job fuck you you're not making me come back to an office i'm more productive out of my house oh should we talk about that now then well Since that's been brought up <clears throat> i mean well should... so that's Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's it's a longer discussion. I don't know if we want to get into now, or it's if we want to hit some also, of the other news article. It's also an incredibly class-based thing. <clears throat> I'm happy to because I, I'm I'm blue collar. I work in trades. I work in construction. Right. So you you can't do your job out of your house. So it's it's a very class-based thing, unfortunately, because we do have this digital elite this sort of i think they're they're they've been called the nomads digital nomads and all that stuff where they don't have to work at an office 
I'm not even talking like people at an office level, like custom, it's been proven customer service can be done from your house. You don't need to go sit your ass in a call center and do that job. You can do that just as effectively from your own home. Right. But having been someone who has worked at an office full time and now works from home full time, there is a transition period. There is, you know, there is a tendency to get sucked in when you're working from home and to work over eight hours or 10 hours a day nope. easily. No, nope. I'm going to agree with that. Cause I've, I've, I have done that. I've, I've done periods working from home and I, my 40 hours a week have turned into 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week. Okay. But yeah. that's on the worker. That's, that's it is a hundred percent. But because, you also need to remember. Some because people are I work from stuff. home. I work from home and the end of my day comes laptops closed. I'm done. That's that's all well and good, but I know when I'm working from home, and if I'm sucked into something and I'm trying to finish something, my mind dis- time disappears in my head, and I just focus on what I'm doing. I can sit there for four or five okay. hours trying to do something. But at the same token, I've done that in the office. If I'm focused on this needs to be done, and I'm in that space, yes, it doesn't matter least- if I'm at home or I'm in the office. I'm still fucking finishing it. At least at the office, yes, the Gavril. building closes and you get kicked out. <laughs> so this depends on your office, Chris, because none this, of our offices shut down like that. This is fantastic because this is a generational thing. This is a generational thing, and people are people people are realizing this right now. It's a generational thing. This is a difference between X and millennial. Okay. Mo- so okay. some of the studies I've read show and i will try to i'll try to find them to link them but x those those folks born before 1980 had a very were able to just shut down because that was the expectation it's like you get done with your work day and you're done with your work day millennials those born after 80 starting early mid millennials is millennials is 80 81 to 96 yeah so millennials grew up in a hyper-connected world, so they don't have that same sort of association. They have more of, they, they talk a lot about how millennials have a very hard work ethic and they push themselves far too hard with their work. So you do come into this situation where it's like, okay, I'm hyper-connected. I'm going to keep going because I have the ability to. It's Can very much a generational point. It's a generational mm-hmm. thing. They've talked about there have been studies done about this to show that this is that part of that is a generational gap issue and where Z, the the generation that's in their goddamn 20s. Let's please remember that. Remember, folks, Gen Z is in their 20s. We have our first Gen Z representative in Congress right now. Yeah, Yeah, Gen Gen Z starts in 97. And the first Gen Alphas are 10 years old. So, yeah, yeah, it's like, please remember that the n- people are still blaming millennials for everything. And it's like, I know. no, fam, it's I'm like, pushing no. 40. Fucker, I'm say, pushing yeah. 40 at this I'm point. I didn't 30s. do shit. It's not my fault. I don't understand TikTok at the time. <laughs> I didn't do a goddamn thing. You can fuck right off with that noise. OK, I'm when- fuck- my 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 knees are starting to give out on me. OK, I have trouble standing up some days, bitches. All right. When it comes to the stuff the kids do, I don't understand it. I want them to get off my goddamn lawn. I'm gonna sit down I and mean, put my socks. I on think that. that's 
more of a personality trait of all four of us, regardless of generation. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin. That's you for just, us personality. <laughs> Kevin, my soul just left my body. Fuck you, sir. What did I miss? What did I miss? Kevin, go ahead. What did you say? What did you I just said say? I gotta sit down to put my socks on now. My fucking soul just left my goddamn body, you piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, fucking asshole but here's the thing I get that I feel that that is me yeah. <laughs> but it's like it, it, it's like that whole you're only as old as you feel some days I feel like I'm 90 sometimes I feel like I am pushing 80 and I don't want to get out of bed <laughs> some, right? somebody sent me somebody sent me a joke <laughs> at some point um, that made me realize just how fucking old I am um and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mention it real quick. Uh, somebody said that Uwu is this generation's RAR XD. That made me feel real old. <laughs> I knew one of us was gonna fucking break on that, Chris. <laughs> oh dear. Rarix, that is this generation's Rarix de la Mau. Yep. Oh no. Did that hurt, Chris? Did that cause you physical pain? Did that cause I will, you I will, I, I, will re- I will repeat your words back to you. My soul left my body. Did, it, you, did you know that they're doing a That 90s show? Yes. And, yeah. We're, yeah, as, yeah, yeah. and we're as far away. From the '90s, as they were when they created that '70s show originally. Yeah, that's yep. that's um, that put it into perspective depressing? for me. Yeah, like, it's depressing. Yeah. The word you want is depressing. So, one <laughs> of my favorite. Hold things. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I was talking to my best friend a couple of weeks ago, and you I was friends? listening. Yeah, right. I was listening <laughs> to. <laughs> I was listening to some. I was listening to my playlist on Spotify, and Avril Lavigne came on. And I was like, yeah, Avril, classic. And then I looked at the date of the album. Uh-huh. Let, Let's Go came out 25 plus years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that album's older than my kid. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, it's like, um, I said to somebody, I was trying to, I'm trying to remember the exact songs I referenced, but, oh, uh, it was uh, Smashing Pumpkins 1989, 1979, whatever the song was. 79. I think it was 1979. We're further away from the year that song was made than they were from when they named the song. So between 1979 and when that song actually came out, and the year that song came out and this year, we're further away from that than they were at that point. No. (laughs) Ness just paid. Because that song was like 93, 90. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Crash in the chat made it just perfect. To the, the year 2000 was 23 years ago, which shows time is meaningless because 1998 was 20 years ago. And, you know, I, I, one of the points that I wanted to bring us back to was just like, you know, so, some We're people. All old. Some some people are more susceptible from working themselves to the bone, like Chris and I are, than maybe someone like Neth, and that's fine. I mean, but it's it's much harder to separate, you know, the 
work from home when you are working in your home. But you I know? think that's I think what what Gav said just yeah, Nathan and I sense. essentially just proved that yeah, it makes it makes sense. It is a generational thing. Yeah. Because, no, it, because here, um, here's the thing, and this is going to be a this is going to anyone who's not a millennial is going to just sit there and go like, oh god, it's a millennial just doing millennial things. We had to work harder. I'm sorry, we did. We were the generation that was left behind. We had to work harder. Any generation (laughs) after the fucking boomers had to work harder. Yeah, she's not wrong. But I will also say that in our generation, Christopher, in... in, Now, okay, I don't like the whole concept of generations. I like cohorts better because it's a much cleaner scientific definition. But I will Mm -hmm. use generation in this because generation is easier and most people understand generations better. We have lived through our generation coming of age has lived through more major world issues than any other generation. Mm -hmm. Global pandemic. uh, Two, almost three major market crashes. Coming into another one. That's why I said almost two, almost three. We've lived through two major market crashes and corrections. We've got a third one incoming, it looks like. Um, wages have stagnated during our lifetime from the time we, we grew up, we, we came, to, came of age. Wages have completely stagnated. The wealth gap and the wealth divide has become even more extreme than it started out as. Like, it's, it's, it's insane when you think about how stacked the deck was against the millennials, how strongly they're trying to represent themselves because they do they've had to work very hard through their entire lives that doesn't to say that gen x didn't have to work hard but gen x was a much smaller cohort and unfortunately gen x also caused some major issues with relating to apathy in politics which has kind of led us to the issue we're standing in today now that's not that's also not to say that all millennials are like how gav has described hardworking and trying to represent themselves. No, 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 good God, no. Every, some, of, some of those fuckers are just lazy bums who do nothing. Every cohort... <laughs> okay, so cohorts also, can only be talked of statistical average, that's all. Uh, also, Gab, I'm the outlier for that with my generation. I have voted in every single election since I turned old enough to. My, my older brother does not. My older brother is was 74, so he, I have never missed a vote. Yep, I missed... I honestly... One vote or two votes in my lifetime. I, in all honesty, think that every country in the world should do what Australia does. Uh, it's opt out for voting. Yeah. I no, it's, 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 it's not it's opt out. You are legally required, if unless you are on your deathbed or in jail, you are legally required to vote. And if you don't vote, you get a fucking ticket in the mail. Go pay your fine. Don't even get me started on prison uh, I have major issues with stripping prisoners of their right to yeah, vote. No, I have major I agree. issues with that. I agree I with that. I, I don't understand I, that. I don't. I'm not saying... I just like the part where it's mandatory to vote. I'm not saying... I think while I you're think incarcerated, you're, I, you don't get uh, to vote. But after that, after you've served your yeah. time... Oh, yeah, no, after you serve your time, you vote again. Don't you guys no, vote? No, you no, if you're a felon in the U.S., you don't get to vote. If, if, you, are, if you are a felon in the U.S., you are not allowed to vote. You lose your voting right forever what yep depending on depending on your municipality depending on your municipality you lose your vote forever there are some locations in the u.s that do restore your right to vote but not all of them do okay here i i so i just i just looked this up for canada okay 
So Canadians who will be 18 years of older on polling day and who are in a correctional institution or a federal penitentiary may vote by special ballot in the election or referendum. So in Canada, if you're in prison, you can still actually, you're still part of the vote. <laughs> you don't get any vote at all in the U.S. Once you're a convicted felon, you have no rights on voting. You, your voice no longer matters, depending on your state, depending on where you are from. Okay. So I'm looking wow. up, I'm, I'm looking up uh, the uh, who can vote uh, in like, the Scottish Parliament. Okay. Uh, have to be registered over the age of 16. Um, you have to be. It's 18 here. 16 here. Uh, you have to either be a British citizen, an Irish citizen, or a citizen of another, of another country, but living in Scotland. You don't even get that in the US either. You have to be a legal citizen of the United States to vote. Yeah, no, if, if it doesn't matter where you're from as long as you're living in the UK and are state um, <clears throat> and have a legal right to reside or staying in the uh, no, yeah, as long as you have a green card, essentially. Yeah, legal right to, right to reside oh. is the vernacular here. Uh, either British, Irish, legal right to reside, or obviously Scottish and sixteen or over. Yep. Um, real quick. Okay, just so you to... have to be eighteen, registered, and a citizen here, yeah. but you can register at the poll, like yeah. on the day of, if you're not yeah. registered before. So in Scotland, you cannot register at the poll here. You have, I think it's up. To, I think it's like up to two weeks before the actual vote. Okay. I think everybody should be given a legal government ID. I think in the U.S., I believe everybody should be given a free of charge, a legal government ID to identify yourself. I believe that all citizens of the United States should have the right to vote regardless of their mm. criminal status. I didn't realize that that, that was I had no idea that that it's, was a thing. It's a big thing. That, so that's a lot of people. A lot of people believe that. The intention of it originally was to prevent people that were in jail currently serving a sentence for a crime to not be allowed to vote, but afterwards that their rights would be abrogated and returned to them. That's not how it's interpreted these in the last 40 years, 40, 50 years. They've actually stripped away a lot more rights from previous felons. So the problem is, wow. is that you serve your time. You do the crime, you serve your time. And then you serve it for the rest of your life. Yep, that's that. Which, that is, yeah, that's which the is problem. not. Yeah, the whole point of going to wow. prison and serving your time is that you have served it. You are supposed to now be rehabilitated and and rebuild society as as, the as the a US, member. The U.S. doesn't view prison uh, as a rehabilitation service. It is a punishment, not a rehabilitation. <laughs> and that's the major problem. And that's how I keep getting thrown off of juries. By the way, that's how I keep getting uh, excluded from juries is because oh, I, I believe that I want to sit a jury so bad because I believe I that be prison a is a rehabilitative place and that it is not a punitive punishment for a person. It is a rehabilitation of a person who may be damaged in some way, which is what it's supposed to be, which is what it right. should be. You should just be Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> you should just move to the UK. Come to Scotland. I can't. I can't. I, I don't have the transferable skills is the problem to make enough money to live in Canada or Scotland. And and pay for the citizenship. You don't pay for citizenship. There's there's there are always fees and costs associated now. 
There's regardless always fees and costs. Also, um, but in the U and uh, at least when it comes to Scot Scottish and UK citizenship, it's you don't. I don't think you pay anything for citizenship until after five years of residing. Um and uh, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's as much as US one. The US green card because I've look. I've one of my friends has told me about the price of a US green card. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that is extortionate. Also, Gav, you you are working in the construction sector now, right? Yes, but in a very specialized part of the construction sector, I do not do general construction work. Okay, but would you be considered a trades helper or laborer? Yes. Then you are now under an occupation code that is in demand in s several provinces and that they are trying to encourage immigration on, which means you get so priority for coming generally, here. Generally, what they consider for that would be carpenter, plumber, electrician. Generally, carpenter, uh, masonry, mason, carpenter, plumber, electrician. Those are the major trades that people do, or HVAC. Those are the major trades that they look for in construction. I do not do any of those. I do low voltage construction. I do low voltage work uh, in construction. So that is also a in demand, but the part of low voltage I do is not in demand. So I've done a lot of the research on this before. What I specifically do is not a high demand trade position. <clears throat> um, but yes, I've done a lot of the research before on this in the past. Um, real quick, just a quick aside as we continue on this conversation. Um, we are further away from Smells Like Teen Spirit than Smells Like Teen Spirit was from Stairway to Heaven. Stop depressing me! I just wanted to throw that out there. Just, just wanted to throw that out there You're real so quick. mean. I know. Um, but yes, I, it's, there's... <sighs> There are fundamental issues with it, you know? What is, what is this? Oh, yes. Um, LB has asked me to do something real quick. Um, uh, so. The dad joke. Isn't this, no, no, no. This year. Is equidistant. To 1984. So we are we are the same distance from 1984 as 1984 was from the end of World War II. Jesus fuck. Stop y'all can make cry. Um but yeah, it's it's terrifying when you think about it like that. Because humans are very bad at at, at um, unpacking time and distance. We're very bad at it. We compartmentalize a lot of those things. But yeah, we're we're the same distance from 1984 as 1984 was from the end of World War II. Okay, so with that being the case, and with the clear you know rocketing of technology in such a short period of time mm -hmm. with the fact that there's already theoretical schematics and stuff for crazy like Star Trek-esque 
technologies. <clears throat> what what do you guys think the likelihood of us seeing, for example, a warp drive in our in our lifetimes? Uh, depends on the time. My of warp life knows Spawn's about. life. Yes. Uh, depends on the type of warp drive you're talking about, because the Albuquerque engine theoretically works. That was the one I was thinking about. There's like they're they're theoretically the Albuquerque based on the science and based on how we understand cosmology and things of that nature, the Albuquerque engine theoretically works. That's the one I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, uh, Albuquerque engine is a, uh, is a displacement engine. It's good. It's, yes. uh, it's a variation of the uh, zero point displacement engine. It uses a massive amount of power to move space around you rather than you move through space. Correct. So it's not it's not it's not like the Star Trek warp bubble as we see type thing. It just it's yeah. Um yeah, so the Albuquerque engine from a purely mathematical standpoint, as we understand relativity and cosmology and things like that, should work. Because that's the one that essentially warps space-time and moves it 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 crests space-time in front of you yeah. and uses yeah. the void <laughs> created behind that to shift you forward. Yes. That's the thing. Yep. Yeah. It creates some there's a couple of different engines, the Albuquerque engine, if memory serves, and this is me going off the top of my head, I don't remember exactly, but I believe the Albuquerque engine basically creates a space that is incredibly dense and it pushes space-time around you, creating a cresting sort of sine wave. So yep. it you're creating a trough and valley. You're creating a waveform yep. in space. You are sitting within the valley of the waveform, yep. and that is, and the engine is causing space to move around you because you are displacing it. That's uh, yeah, no, that's that's the one I was. I'm remembering them correctly. Cool. <laughs> I believe that's the Albuquerque engine. I believe so. Now, much more, much more realistic of an idea is an ion drive or solar sails to carry us long distances over over long periods of time. Now, the problem is that warp drives, things like that, very unrealistic as a whole, because while we might understand the theoretical science, we do not understand the universe is the problem. The, the yes, the theory of relativity and the grand cosmology and all that kind of stuff. As we understand them, they all work. But we constantly are discovering new things that challenge these theories. Challenge the laws of physics. Yes, and they challenge the laws of physics. The James Webb Space Telescope. They, like, literally just the last couple of days, mm -hmm. the, James, the JWST, I, I shouldn't call it the James Webb, it's the JWST. The JWST, Webb was a bit of a racist and a little problematic, so I will call it the JWST. Um... The JWST just recently, so the whole purpose, part of the purpose of the JWST is to reach back into time to look at the time just following the Big Bang. Mm -hmm. Because of how space works, the further out you are looking, the further back in time you are. Mm -hmm. Because of relativistic speeds and how light works and things like that. Based on the math that we're using, we should not be seeing mature galaxies. We should be seeing blue young galaxies. Well, JWST is showing red mature galaxies. They don't know why they're seeing red mature galaxies. Because <clears throat> the way the way that uh, 
light works. It's stars that we're seeing on this, on an actual telescope will look potentially completely different from what it actually looks like in this moment. Correct. Because, because of how light, light has a finite speed. Light has a finite yes. speed. For the light and, to reach you, it has to travel a distance. And light can only move at the speed of light. <laughs> Correct. Um, so that's the problem we're kind of facing with the JWST right now. This could turn relativity and a bunch of other major theories about how the universe works on its head. If these are actually mature red galaxies, it could turn everything on its head completely because that would mean that the way we understand how the universe works doesn't actually work that way. Yes. <clears throat> Kevin, is re take Kevin regrets that I asked the questions. <laughs> Kevin just looks like I'm, he has I'm here. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Gavin, I nerd. What do you want from us? <laughs> I didn't hear Gavin about that I story. Like, That's fascinating. Gavin, I like actual science nerds. What do you want from us? <laughs> um, but Crash is very much correct. And as I said earlier, humans are bad with time and distance. We're very bad with them. We we have a very difficult time parsing that information. That's why humans compartmentalize things. They, they codify and correlate information. We break things down into the smallest way we possibly can to understand it. And then the problem is, is that if you keep breaking it down smaller, we go back. It's the same sliding scale. It's a bell curve. There's a perfect, there's a sweet spot in the middle where humans understand it. But then you get too small, we don't understand it. And you get too big, we don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's because we can't it, our brains just don't have the capacity to compartmentalize that information and put it into a real world application. Um, it's like, and, and then don't even get me started on the fact that we use base ten instead of base twelve and all sorts of other issues. I mean, you, net, you what, what was that? You didn't say anything. You just kind of mouth things. I said I'm hungry. You're hungry. Sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the both of you. Um, right. Sorry, my brain started wandering and I was like, mm, food, food would be good. You started talking about Milky Ways and I was like, Milky Way, milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not that bad. Dude, but, I want a milkshake. Long story short. I don't remember where this conversation started or where it's going. I no, just no. go fuck we capitalism. Have, we have generations working on Yeah, I'm, I don't. I I'm not sure how we got to galaxies. Now we're in the galaxy. <laughs> well, Kev, uh, Chris specifically asked about warp drives, and I had to explain about the Albuquerque engine and the JWST and how we may actually not understand how the universe works. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. how did we get there from starting with like Chris, generations? No, Chris, Chris complete non sequitur and... question. Chris had a complete non sequitur question. That's I, how we got that, to where we are the, right now. The, to, to, yeah. the, to the galaxy stuff, that was 100% my tangent. There was I, other tangents in between that was not my fault. <laughs> uh, this all started with us talking about crunch in the games industry and live service models. Oh my god, seriously? That's I'm, not, I'm not shitting you. That's how this started. That's how really? this started. <laughs> yes, ma'am. 
Yes, ma'am. That is how this started. Was it was crunch in the game industry, and then we started talking okay. about generational stuff, and then we went down a rabbit hole. I would hole. like someone. Okay, request for a listener. When you listen to this, please email me and like send me a map of how we fucking got from crunch to galaxies. Because what? Okay, you can't really take the galaxy stuff into consideration because that was a non sequitur transition from Don't one topic to another. Don't care, I'm still counting it. No, okay. it wasn't. It wasn't though because I t- I asked about warp drives based on yeah. the fact that we've you mentioned there's been such a massive generational and technological shift in just a few short generations. So that's where that question came from. Yeah. Well, okay. So the problem is, is that it's it's a moot point if we don't fucking get our fucking biosphere under control. Okay, it's all a moot point if we don't get the biosphere under control. Because we're just going like, to start tangenting again. <laughs> our, our, our grandchildren will not live to see these advancements if no. we can't get the biosphere I under know. control. I know, I know. I I'm won't not have, grandchildren. have grandchildren. I know, I won't have grandchildren. I've no. been informed that that's not a possibility. He'll change his mind. No. Oh, they always do. Her. <laughs> No, nah, he's hated kids since he was a kid. He's not having kids. <laughs> and that's why we have, that's why people hate the immigrants because we don't have enough people to replace our own people and the immigrants are going to replace us, damn it. What? No, that's actually, that's, that, that's an that's argument that people use. That's, that's an actual argument people use is because, because first world, na- okay. okay, last tangent, last tangent, first world oh nation birth rates, first world nation birth rates, well, well the, First world, the Western birth rates are falling precipitously over the years. They they have fallen year over year for the last thirty to forty years. Fewer people are being born to people that are citizens of Western or first world countries. Thus, the only way to replace them, if the population won't home grow their own next generation, you have to. This sounds terrible, but you have to import (laughs) the next generation. Grow your own people, damn it! <laughs> All right. Either start mating like rabbits, or more people are gonna come in and dick your jabs. <laughs> yeah. Um. I even got a smile from Kevin with that. Um. That's there. There's there's a problem though. Is that these new these immigrants are not functionally a part of your culture to start with, and. The assimilation theory of immigration is fallen out of favor because that does completely strip another person that does strip that person of their cultural, pardon me, of all the cultural context they have from their culture that they are bringing to you. And that's not a good thing. You want to improve your culture. You want to advance it and make more things brought in. But the problem is a lot of countries and a lot of places don't view a dilution of their culture as beneficial to them. America is a melting pot. It has always been a melting pot. We absorb many different cultures and many different cultural traditions into our own. Contrast that with, say, Japan, or uh, actually a lot of Asian nations that do not view assimilation they, they view assimilation as the most imperative fact. It's like, you have to become this, but you're a foreigner, so you can never become this. Kind of thing. And this is kind of the argument with, with conservatism, is that conservatism is a stagnation of culture. That is why conservatism will eventually lose. 
Just saying. Um, because there is no way to keep a keep this population going with I, homegrown people. I was going to say something, but I thought better of it. Probably for the best, considering the co- conversation topic we're running down. Probably for the best. I will, yeah, no, I thought better of it. <laughs> yeah, smart man. <laughs> but yes, th- th- that 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 is actually a that is actually a a concern, and that is a problem in Canada too. It's not just a U.S. thing. We are a mosaic, not a melting pot. Thank you very much. So you're a filter over nipples. What? <laughs> mosaic blur. Mosaic oh. blur. It's used in pornography. Meth. I live in the UK. Okay. We're a clusterfuck. Kevin's I, very quiet here. I I feel like Kevin is like tuned out completely and is like reading something else. He's nodding. And yes. he's nodding. <laughs> <laughs> and validated. we can skip. You are correct. And we can we can finish up if people want. I think those two are done with the day. With Nift? Okay. <laughs> he called me sir, so I was checking things. <laughs> uh, sir can actually be gender neutral, ma'am. He could have called you ma'am. You don't <sighs> like ma'am, so <laughs> he was being polite. He was being polite. I know. I was raised. A, a, I know ma'am is a southern thing, but <laughs> I could call Fuck you no. Ms. Neff. Would you prefer Ms. Neff? Ms. Neff. Ms. Neff. Would you when like I to When I dated the guy from Atlanta, his kids called me Miss Jules. Yeah, Miss Jules, Ms. Neff, Ms. Jules. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> a, that's I, another I, I southern thing. Repeatedly, that's, I'm like just caught. He was, and, and their dad would be like, "No." <laughs> I'm like, "That's I'm that's giving another them permission." <laughs> that's another southern thing, Ms. Jules. No, that's 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 mm, how we were weird. raised. I know, like, but it's weird. Sir and ma'am, sir and ma'am is how I was raised. I was that was drilled into me at a very young age. It's a respect for your elders, but at the same time, you can also push back. You know. Yes, it's sir, ma'am, and it's acceptable to call a a woman Ms. Or Miss. Never. Mm. It it depends on how you want to run it, but I I, I was I I come from a sir, ma'am family. Okay. You you do you. It's is she I like how she's just kind of gotten used to it at this point. She just kind of tunes it out when I say it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna describe that the way I speak to people. <laughs> You're Scottish, that's an entirely other subject. <laughs> right. <laughs> you use a word that you'll get banned on YouTube for. Yes, I do. <laughs> But it is a, both a term of endearment and a punctuation mark. It's a punctuation <laughs> mark for you all. Yeah, it really is. It just depends on how you're using it. My manager calls me on a daily and she says it with affection. <laughs> exactly. It depends on how you're using it. Kevin, what are your final thoughts? Um, Since you've completely checked out for the last 20 minutes, what are your final thoughts? I mean, you've (laughs) you've broken my brain about, you know, how there's old stars in the beginning. Oh, yeah. How you can look back to the Big Bang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything will change. 
But do, I, do you I also think we'll have I think we'll have Skynet before we have. Do you also realize that we're the the Earth is not just moving around the sun, but the sun is hurtling throughout the universe constantly as the galaxy can, as the universe continues to expand. As we move around the sun, the sun moves around inside the inside in relation to the galaxy. The galaxy moves around in relation to the universe, and it all continues to expand. Everything is moving. This yep. is why time travel will never actually work. I mean, yep. if we're really expanding because of the Big Bang. Well, that's, that's another problem. We don't know. We don't fucking know. Yep. We think we're expanding. That's we the reason it's called the Big Bang Theory. theory. Like, we think, <laughs> we think the universe is expanding. Based on the information we currently have, the universe is expanding. Is it, though? Right, but this article just proves it wrong. There's no Are we Big gonna Bang. Get to the, is there eventually going to be the heat death of the universe? We don't know. We think entropy will we eventually happen. Entropy will happen, but we don't know. We think it's a closed system that will eventually shut down in a, in a heat death. Who knows? We don't. We think that's what's going to happen. That's why I like science, because science admits we're not positive. We yeah. think this is how this we works, think, but we're not we're sure. We're trying to prove it. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Let's figure it also out. Also, it could be this, or it could be this. Maybe this. We don't know. Maybe the galaxy is actually riding on the back of a turtle that's being uh, riding on the back of a disc that's being supported by four elephants that's riding on a turtle. Who knows? We're all going to be plugged into the Matrix. I okay. I think that is some. I think that is some doomsaying shit. I don't believe that a because humans make terrible batteries. Okay, humans are absolutely dog shit batteries. <laughs> We're too lazy to be batteries. <laughs> it's not even a lazy factor. It's our biochemical processes are make for us for really shitty batteries. The 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 amount of energy to input to get enough energy out of a human being as a battery is not efficient. If you really wanted to, you could just convert the oceans into a giant iron flow battery, and that would work perfectly fine. That would be fantastic. You could store all the energy you need in there. Wouldn't it boil the ocean? No, it wouldn't, actually, because iron flow batteries don't generate a lot of heat. Uh, uh, iron flow batteries are actually a fairly closed system. The only thing you have to do is refresh the uh, iron oxide every so often. Cool. Um, that's why iron flow, bat iron flow batteries may be the future of, ba of uh, power storage for large-scale grids. Because you can make them in shipping containers. I didn't know things. I have learned today. There you go. Today you look, learned. Look up Iron Flow batteries. They're really cool. It's really cool and very simple and not toxic. Ooh, that's always good. Yeah, they're completely non-toxic. Non Iron Flow batteries. This is a good thing. Iron Flow batteries are really cool. Uh, it's old technology, too. Talking about clean power and clean energy, did you know that Scotland can generate uh, enough power in a year to support the entirety of Scotland? For three years on renewable energy alone. Uh, did you know that a couple nice. hundred square kilometers, uh, a couple of couple of dozen to couple of hundred square kilometers of solar panels placed in the sub-Saharan African desert could power most of the world for a year? Why are we not doing this? <laughs> not even kidding you. The because of the amount of sun that sub-Saharan Africa gets in some of the desert regions, if you put up a couple of football fields, a couple of hundred football fields worth of solar panels, you could power the whole planet. Um, which made me, that just made me think of, have you heard of that self-sustaining, um, 
city that they're building in oh fuck that noise i don't trust anything an oil baron does okay it, I okay it's saudi arabia i don't trust a goddamn I, I just, thing the oil i just heard do. about it if in regardless of where it is the the theory and idea behind it are neat if it works like i if, think if it, it worked, sounds yeah. interesting <laughs> if it worked yeah Kevin is now saying that he needs to get food, and we've been live for an hour and a half, so... Um, yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, it's more than that at this point. Okay. Okay, it's noon. It is exactly noon, okay? 2.04. It it's 10 for Dude Kevin, for and it's 2.04, and it's 5 o'clock for Chris. No, it's... Sex, actually. Oh, sorry, Six, yeah. British time. Uh, the, uh, British he's, he's four ahead of me. We're GMT yeah. at the minute. Yeah, your GMT, uh, not GMT uh, plus or whatever it is. British summertime. Summertime. BST. Yeah. BST. BST. Yeah. You're not BST because BST puts you at five hours, right? No, BST puts uh, for you. Wait, for you, you're, you're central? I'm central, yeah. Yes. Uh, BST, BST puts you at five. Puts and that's, five. that's what I'm used to is BST but putting that, it at five hours. But BST only puts it at five for like a two week period either side of it. Yeah, but that, every time I've ever looked at it, it's always it's always BST five hours. Every time I've ever looked at like the time zones, it's always BST five hours. You always look at it within that two week period. Either I side. know it's <laughs> fucking. All right, fine, Kevin. Final thoughts. Um, it doesn't matter. My final thoughts don't matter because like the world's gonna end soon. My wow. final thought is Kevin is having an existential crisis and needs to get over it. He also doesn't give a shit because he just wants to go eat. It was it was Neff. the same thing that happened when Hi. I when I found out about that fact where you think of things that happened. Mandela effect. The Mandela yeah, the effect. Mandela, yeah. Mandela. Uh, yeah, the Mandela. Not effect. Mandela. Mandela. Mandela, as in Nelson like Mandela. I know, but you said Mandela. What I said. You both said Mandela. Anyway, that was my final oh. thought. Okay. Oh, that's what I said. I'm sorry. Um, Neth, final thought. I'm hungry. What's my final thought? Uh, the Mandala effect is a lot different from the Mandela effect. Because <laughs> one is a design drawn that needs to be erased to uh, fully explore the concepts of it. And the other Did one... Did you Google this? No, no, a man. No, because I know what a Mandala is. A Mandala is fucking is a design that's drawn in the in sand or dirt, or something, that is, it's supposed to be a therapeutic thing that you erase at the end. You giggled this. No, I did not. I know exactly what a fucking mandala is. <laughs> um, Chris, they actually explore mandalas in fucking Discovery Season 4. I know, I know, uh-huh. I know, it's the whole thing, I know. That's what I'm, it, it's I'm a mandala. Chris, what's your final thought? You're biting, and it's funny. I know, I know. What's your final thought? You shit <laughs> fuck. I just got a rise out of Gav, and I'm happy. That was my final thought. <laughs> you get more than that as a rise. Giggity! Um, cake! My Give final thought... Cake. Uh, my final thought is that... Um, <clears throat> he didn't Google it. He saw it in a fictional TV show. Um, <laughs> my final thought is that... Um, you can't let the enormity of existence and reality weigh you down. You have to just kind of take the chunks that you've got and work with them. Life is life. You get one. Go with it. Yep. 
just uh, do what humans do best and work things down into a manageable size and then work on it. Then take it as it comes on that. Oh, that's yes. Uh, Crash also point, uh, points out. Uh, support, support the local union. Support your unions, die with capitalism. Support your local unions and capitalism is a cancer on the world. Uh, that's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lynch. I, of course, am at Am I Would Yet. Neth is at Neth Winch, but fuck Twitter. It's a cesspool. Um, send emails to I feedback can't at Coast the last to Coast. Time I was on Twitter. <laughs> I, yeah. We enjoy hearing from you. Send us, join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash CTCEU for links to today's show. And for our Discord, you can visit the website at Coast to Coast EU.com. Choose review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you allow some corporate overlord to determine what you're going to listen to on a daily basis um say we're all made of stars boys and girls stars stars yay stars <laughs> <laughs>